is cooking. Smash I got no smash them. Everybody coming at you. Cut the music. Cut the music. Everybody, welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I am your host, the host with the most. <laughs> <laughs> with the most. What the fuck do I say next? Uh, stand up, um, viral stand up. Viral stand up about, about professional wrestling. Damn, Black, a.k.a. Donsky, Black Amora, a.k.a. Tanakatsu Tony, the Patreon Don, a.k.a. Donnie Capri, from the time I went to Italy, a.k.a. the modern day goof and spoof, Haraja, coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby, gubba, gubba, wee. I don't have the gabooey sound effect because the, 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 the sound the, <laughs> that's what I was trying to work on before this pod started. The you know this thing just died on me. Hey everybody, welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast. A little taste of the of the of, of, of the intro. We're coming off a uh, a hot hot a hot hot SummerSlam. Oh my god, I'm getting a sound in my ear that you guys can't hear. Uh, so it's so that that's why I have to keep repeating stuff because it's blocking me shit. out. But yeah, anyway, all right. Well, I tried I tried to do tech a new way, and it uh, it failed me. It failed me. It failed me. Anyway, <laughs> coming oh, at you, man, like Cleopatra. We are coming off a fucking hot ass SummerSlam in Nashville, Tennessee. As a matter of fact, I mean Tulo's here. Uh huh. Tiptoe Tulo. In the house, uh, who was at Nashville for SummerSlam? Sure. He was at SummerSlam. The reason I bring that up, and I give you such a rushed intro, is because I was going to say it was hot because physically it was very hot there, from what I was told. Correct? Uh yeah, it wasn't too bad though. Oh, uh, okay. But during the de- during the day, it was like so hot and humid; it was disgusting. The wrestlers looked very sweaty during this show. And yeah, you could a- tell it. Um, a lot of out of breath wrestlers. So what do you, do you think that like would you say as a dude there that like it was comfortable if you weren't exercising, but if you did yeah. exercise you'd felt the humidity, you felt yeah. the you felt like the the thick air that was like yeah. the, de- the dense air. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, inside the arena was actually quite pleasant. Not gonna I, lie. I've been to Tennessee in the winter. I went for, I think Bonnaroo's in Tennessee. Am I wrong? I have no uh, idea. I think it is in Tennessee. Can we look that up? And by can we? I'm saying that like there's someone doing it. It's me. Where is Bonnaroo? Where is a Yoda? A Yoda. This Yoda it is in Nashville. Great Texas. Stage Park. It is 65 miles southeast of Nashville. Okay. Yeah. So I'm correct. And uh, when I was there, it was pretty fucking humid. I was there. In the, yeah. You know. So anyway, that all being said, this SummerSlam. I mean, Tula, we'll get right into it. Patreon.com slash Comedians of Wrestling. So much. We have so much to talk about. Support this podcast. We'll do a bonus episode later in the week. Um, it's summertime, so we uh, 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 we took a little we took a little time off. But Tula was also traveling to go to SummerSlam. But uh, we've been up. I'll say this. We're up on our shit. And the most interesting thing to bring up right here, Tula, is mm-hmm. the fact that most of my texts are about WWE right now. Mm-hmm. Most... Of the heat I'm getting from my phone, most of the blow up, the glow up, if you will, on my phone is people positively reacting oh, yeah. to the WWE product. Even negatively, 
they're engaged in the WWE product, WWE product mm-hmm. in a way that I haven't seen in a bit. I, for example, just watched a full Raw right before live. we recorded this. Live. I ended Raw live. It felt insane. It felt crazy. <laughs> I know, uh, right? And it was a really great Raw. Raw was pretty great. They set up a lot of cool shit, which we'll get into. And SummerSlam was amazingly fantastic show. Very successful, which we will get into. But just overall, if this podcast had to have like a thesis that we're trying to prove here, yeah. the state of WWE in a post Vince McMahon WWE, in a Triple H's WWE, a Steph Triple, let's call it the Steph and Triple H WWE. So it's seems like to it's be like very it's strong. S T E P H H H. Mm-hmm. Right, that's their combo name, yes, Steph. It's Steph. Steph. <laughs> the Steph. The Steph uh, era. Yeah, or the Shh era. Uh, uh, uh. So, yeah, I, I would say all that. Um, well, if it was Stephanie McMahon is SM, and Triple H is H H H, so it'd be like shaking my head, head, head. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. In the shaking my head, head, head era, uh, Bro, it's, I would say it's, yeah, it's exciting. Listen, WWE is so fucking back right now. It's insane. I think that we it, can have a full on. We're gonna have a full on pretty positive episode, right? I mean, I'll probably point out small things that nitpick here and there, mm-hmm. but everything from the Riddle Rollins segment on 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 SummerSlam to the like live Ronda match to the obvious main event, big sexy main event, to the opening match, like all of it just really worked. It was really like a fucking mm-hmm. great time. To even down to the venue, the venue mm-hmm. was, uh, which you'll you'll we'll start there. I'll defer to you there. But the venue on TV, and I know you've watched it back too. But the venue on TV just looked so fucking fun for a SummerSlam yeah, because I mean... that Nashville Stadium. My, my thought is this too low uh, from yeah. TV. Is that the that Nashville Stadium doesn't look like it's able to host a mania? I don't know if that's true or not. It doesn't feel like, you know, mage enough for a mania, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. and, and they said it was like only forty eight thousand people there or something. It was not only, but for a mania that's low, you know? Yeah. But felt really all, uh, outdoorsy and very summery for a SummerSlam. Well they they also had the whole other side of the arena blocked off. So I mean, that's Wait, a huge what, thing. What, what do that, you mean? The one, the side behind hard cam, all the seats up top and and down low were all blocked off. There was no seats on one side of the arena. It was For all SummerSlam. Yeah. Why? Because it wasn't selling. Uh, I guess yeah, it wasn't selling, and then they or that was their plan. Like, I don't well, know. wait, what would be the logic to block that out? To make sure that you know, I guess if they. I mean, so only if the tickets aren't selling. If tickets aren't selling, then you want to make it look as packed as possible. On TV, it looked jam packed. You know. Yeah, but that's they did a pretty good job. Of, I watched it back. They did a pretty good job of not showing like the other side of the arena. But if you watch, you could see the whole that whole other side of the arena was closed off. But I will. Here's here's to add to the thesis. I, what I've realized now is that I weird. Yeah. How many? Look up how many seats that that stadium holds. While I talk, when I say this. My um, guess is I'm going to say if you blocked off how 65, much of it, was, I'm what say percentage was blocked 000, off? Probably. I would say like 30% probably, right. maybe so 40. Probably, it probably holds like 60 or 70. Yeah. Let's look it up. But so, if it holds 70, it could hold a mania. 
what I've realized is I've been at the the 2019, the 2020. Oh uh, no, I'm sorry. The yeah, I'm the 2019, the 2021, and the 2022 SummerSlam now, from Toronto to Vegas <laughs> to uh, here uh, in Nashville. Um, yeah. This was, I mean, Toronto was a lot of fun uh, and a great weekend overall. But like this SummerSlam. W- w- and I went into it saying it. I said, this was a perfect card. You know, I said it live on the pod. I thought this was a, actually, no, I don't think I said it live on the pod. I think I tweeted that, but this was a perfect card. It was a WrestleMania type of card. Titles were on the line. Storylines were maxed out. You had the Logan Paul match. You had the Pat McAfee match. Everything was set up for this to be a successful night. And I thought they, they just knocked it out of the park. The vibe was incredible in the building. There were people all over the place. Nashville, tip of the cap is the craziest fucking place I've ever fucking stepped foot in in my life, dude. These motherfuckers party so hard. The city was buzzing. It was buzzing not only just for fucking SummerSlam, but it was buzzing in general for a Saturday in August. Or, I'm sorry, Saturday in July. And I said, I, I said, the Mania, man, they're building a new, apparently they're building a new stadium there. Uh, and it's going to be like a multi-billion dollar stadium. I would highly expect mania to be there within like the next five years. Cause that city and WWE loved it. Loved it. They loved being there. I thought they did a killer job with the graphics and, and I haven't stopped singing. It's a crazy town full of neon dreams. Everybody sings. Everybody sings. <laughs> I think that like, it was one of the more successful, um, integrations of the city culture into the show. You know, oh. Really, really good. Um, so well done. The pinball so, thing even looked cool. I don't even know why, but I, I'm not sure what pinballs do anything. But I'll say this: Nashville, one of my favorite cities that I've hung out in. I did a, Crazy, I, did a I did a Torco like UCB like touring company shows there. Yeah, I did like a full weekend there. We did like three shows, and then we would just party every night. Like we were pretty close to that whole like main strip, whatever that's called, yeah. the downtown street. Dude, it's you know crazy there, man. Broadway. Broadway, right? And that whole street is a fucking blast. And it's like not all the cool thing is that when we were walking around, it wasn't all honky tonk, you know? Like yeah, a lot it's... of it is. But then we would go into a random bar that would be like just someone just doing nineties covers, you know? Like yeah. it, you, you, you that that is one of the most fun places to walk around and get fucked up. It let me tell you something. You were there what, ten years ago? No, it well, not changed. ten years ago. It was it was less it was like four. Okay. Five years. It was well, they have put up a ton of big venues there, like multi-story, like Luke Bryan has one, and I think Jason Aldean has one, like massive venues. These yeah. places were packed, lines around the corner. There's about 150 bachelorette parties going on. Yeah. Streets shut down, cops everywhere, so it actually kind of feels safe. Um, yeah. And every place is blasting live music, like it's billowing out of the streets. The neon lights, the bright lights. I'm telling you, man, that city is ready for me. It's kind of like, similar, like kind of a similar vibe to that, like Sixth Street in Austin, I, from my memory. They're it, both very uh, dope. You know, I would say yes. That, this Nashville, is I like more personally. People are like, "Oh, is it like Sixth Street?" And I'm like, "Let me tell you something. Uh, Nashville is way like it's way crazier than Sixth Street." Yeah, like, I agree. I agree. More, it's like it's bigger and brighter. It's less college Sixth street too, is like, right? Yeah, Sixth Street College. Sixth Street's in the middle of UT. It's like, and it's yeah. dark. It's not like well lit. It's yeah. kind of grungy. Like, it's they call it Dirty Six for a reason. Like, 
if that's what it is, you know? Right. Uh, the Nissan Stadium's capacity is 69,143. Nice. Uh, yeah, so that's that's right. So that's, what's the percentage? It, it, and I think I'm wrong. Thing? I mean, it's where the Titans play. So, yeah, um, looks like they uh, it, you could hold a mania there. You definitely can. It yeah, just on like TV six... doesn't look like that nice of an arena. Am I wrong? Uh, not in like a bad way. Yeah, I, it has kind of like an old school open, like an old school open, um, like the Orlando one, the Camping World Stadium. I've been to for Mania. I was there for thirty three, yeah. and that stadium is like a little too shanty for uh, a WrestleMania, in my opinion. Yeah. But it's very like football open, like you know what I mean. And so that makes the event feels so special, you know? Yeah. I mean, so. it was, it, it was amazing. It felt like, felt like WrestleMania. It was, it was dope. I had six seats. I was on the on 10th floor, uh, a 10th floor. I was on the, the floor section one, 10th row, uh, which is, it's funny because being down there, it's really actually kind of tough to see when you're that far back. You can't see anything that's going on outside the ring or around the ring, but yeah, I mean, being down there in the thick of it, like was so dope. It was just, a great time. Uh, I got a really great, great seat. I know Harrison Wolner calls me out every time I'm sitting in good seats. He's like trying to get to the bottom of like, why there's like this, like the, why I'm always sitting in good seats lately. He's like, what do you got? Like so endless amounts of money. No, I have friends in good places. And I, uh, I only buy the seats down He's low. Got when friends in high places. places. Is it low places? The song? Okay, yeah, yeah it is. Bit. But high, high places makes sense. But yeah, yeah. no, it was. Uh, I, I was. It was cool. I flew down. Was there for twenty four hours. Got the fuck out. I came home on Sunday. I felt like shit, and I was exhausted. But man, let me tell you, that show live. They delivered on so many fronts. I am like more when, I, you know, I'm all over the place right now. But like. We know like who won, who won SummerSlam? Like, honestly, like who, who I like, I think that's the best way to start is like, who, who won well, SummerSlam? I, I already, I kind of revealed that I kicked this podcast yeah. off with Brock music. Yeah. And I think that Brock was this, this was Brock's, in my opinion, this is Brock's, uh, this was Brock's best performance ever, maybe at WWE. Like I, <laughs> I, 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 and that, that I, I don't say that lightly. Cause Brock, I mean, let's just talk about. Let's just jump right to the main event, right? Yeah. I, I, I that main As we event should. truly blew me away. I thought it was for me. What that is, what a six star matches. Okay, yeah. now, like, not work rate shit. Like, not like create. Like, I love work rate wrestling. Don't get me wrong. You know, mm-hmm. but I don't need uh like New Japan Dominion like fifty five minute matches that are super technical. I like watching those. Don't get me wrong. You know, I, I'm not against them, but they're not. Th- that's to me. That's not what a six star match is. A six yeah. star match to me. And it's why I'll probably always gravitate towards towards WWE at the end of the day. You know, and that's mm-hmm. just, uh, uh, it, 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 you know, not, I mean, I love AEW. I've been on an AEW hot streak for a while. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not bailing AEW. But what I'm saying, when WWE's firing, firing on all cylinders, they're a show that's like really embraced in the theatrics of professional wrestling and the production, high production value. And that will always like draw me back in. You know, like if, if Bray comes back and starts doing vignettes on WB, like it's like all it takes for me to like be like, ah, I could skip, I could skip, uh, 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 you know, 
a high work rate match. You know what I mean? I'm more into that stuff. That's more what I like about wrestling. But I've learned to love it all, which is incredible. It's why I think we're all the winners for having both companies. We get that. Mm -hmm. But for me, like, this use of – these matches to me are, like, why I like professional wrestling. Like, I like the fact that it's, I, it's, it's all goes back to my one stand-up joke, the LeBron joke, right? I like the fact that, like, people go, like, you, you don't know what's going to happen, you know? And, mm-hmm. like, oh, I know what's going to happen. It's scripted, you know? And my yeah. brain is just, like, that is the, so unimportant to what you're watching, you know? Because what you're watching is taking the base reality of a fight, Right, essentially like a boxing match, right, and bl- just blowing, blowing that out from as simple as the referee got knocked out, so he can't. So then somebody cheats, you know. Like that's, I don't care that that's scripted. I still don't know who's going to win the match, and that's an exciting moment, you know. Mm-hmm. You create, you create, and you build tension. This match in particular was so fucking awesome to watch because. Me and Christina watched it together, mm-hmm. and she came in with such a sour attitude towards this match. Now, that being said, because she's like, they're doing Brock and Roman again. Even <laughs> she is like, they're, she's like, does WWE have nothing else to like to put on for you guys? Like, we just went to WrestleMania and saw the same match. And then yeah. I'm like, Christina, these guys have been wrestling for like 10 years. And I fly to all this shit, you know? <laughs> And you Me, watch literally. You watch this match completely uh, subvert your expectations, like completely shock you, and bring a completely fresh new take to a last man standing match. Right? It was just complete fun. It, yep. it, it was it was the kind of match that had so much gimmickry, right? So much, so much fucking creativity. So much foreign objectness so much ridiculousness that you could never have in a sport you know like you could never you could never have it it's insane theater people show up like i love it people in this reality everybody's in on the joke you know essentially that like we showed up to watch these guys have a clean match and instead they one guy showed up with a tractor and then he t- pushes the ring with the tractor and lifts it up on its side. You know, like that—that that is about as good as it gets. Like you have to remember, like let's imagine this happened in UFC. Like one guy just leaves. You know, it's fucking great. Plus, uh, yeah. on top of it, I was sitting there explaining to Christine. I'm like, all right, yeah, they're fighting. I'm like, yeah, but. This guy, Austin Theory, he has the briefcase. Uh-huh. Oh, what's the briefcase? I'm like, well, he could cash in and join the match. And she's like, well, how do you know that he can join? Like, how do you even know the rules? I'm like, oh, you watch it so long, you, like, pick up on the rules. Plus, mm. Seth Rollins already did this. He could join the yeah. match. Then he run. Then, she, then she, they're both down. And then Christina's just like, that, that, that other guy's going to show up now, right? And then he shows <laughs> up, you know? And then, wow. You know? And then he shows up. And... We were like, we we're both so into it. He shows up yeah. and then, um, you know, he gets knocked out quickly. And I'm like, that doesn't count as cash again. He steals the briefcase because 
they have to announce that he's joined the match officially because there's the timekeeper over there. You know what I mean? See that whole area that they just destroyed? That's where the guy who decides that, like, sits. You know what I mean? And it's just like all this. Then once once Lesnar picked up Heyman, Christina's, like, lost it, you know? <laughs> like, no, he's not going to throw him. Okay, you know? Yeah. It was just max, max, max fun. Brock Lesnar was having the time of his life. No? Has Dude. he never had that much fun? Well, you know, here's the crazy thing is that we did not see that tractor or have any idea that that tractor was over there. Yeah. Until that he went. Like, it was probably and got in covered it. with a, like a, a cloth Easily, or easily. But like even if that's covered with a cloth, no one's looking at that and going, oh, there's something under there. You know, like that someone's they're probably like, oh, it's probably just a crane or a scissor lift that they just covered, you know, like, yeah, same kind of structure. And he comes out on that and I'm like, what the? And my instant thought was he was going to use it to keep like Roman Reigns down or, or Roman was going to use it to keep him down, like squash him underneath it so he couldn't get out. Right. You know? Don't smash. Like yeah. Don't smash him with the forklift. Um, but being live in there for that moment. When he lifts up the ring and Roman's standing in it, and he's just, I was in the perfect view of it too. And he just goes tumbling down, dude. And then just stays there. So now it's just pure chaos happening all outside the ring, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it just, uh, like, visually, to look at that moment is like one of the best visual WWE moments ever. Like, yeah. SummerSlam. Brock's underneath, buried alive. Roman's standing up on him, and you could see the ring is, like, lifted up in the air. It's just – it was just perfect. Honestly, perfect. Um, so uh, – oh, interesting. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was it, – it, when he uh, – the, the match was just full-on fucking exciting. Brock was also, like – he's so weird. Brock just – Brock was in, like, 20 times better shape than – his last match, like, and then Roman was a little fatter, but he, Roman's been a little <laughs> he, thick lately. Uh, that, that being said, he still looks great. Like he's still like these guys. Yeah. It's interesting because that's the thing. Christina was like, these two guys are going at it again, and I was like, they are the two best guys. I don't really know what else to say. Like, yeah, yeah. Like these two guys, when they look at like, remember the poster, the stupendous poster for Mania. Like those mm-hmm. two guys looking at each other, like yeah. it looks like shit. This looks it looks fucking awesome. Like they they look right. they look like they should be battling. And like the what other wrestler could you, you know, it's a it's a problem kind of. You know, you got like yeah. C- Cena's face in there would look good too. You know, but anyway, uh, the match was like I was popping for it big. The finish of it was great. Like just burying Brock. Did you see the clip? Yeah. Were you still there when Brock went in the ring after? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Climbed up. He just climbed yeah. up there. Yeah. How did they do that? How did they make sure that thing was safe? I think they just don't, right? Well, they probably know it's all together in some kind of fashion. But like, yeah, I mean, that's it's like that felt so dangerous what they did. Yeah, because what happens if it breaks and it collapses? Roman's in that ring. I mean, he also went tumbling down really quickly. I thought he was going to crash into the turnbuckle hard. You know, and yeah. Like, he, he, everything they did to Roman was pretty dangerous, but it was all stuff I would do. Yeah. Uh, truthfully, what scares Personally? me more the the thing that scares me the most, weirdly, of all the stuff these guys do, is like eating those spears. I feel like they spear each other so fucking hard. You know, yo, dude, Dominic Mysterio got fucking 
cut in half by Edge tonight. Like uh, Dominic Mysterio, <laughs> it's enough already with Dominic Mysterio. I know he's your boy, but Dominic Dom- Mysterio. Dom- wait until he t- wait until he turns, man. I mean, Dominic Mysterio. All right, literally, he's, he's handed. Not, he's not, handed. What? You know, oh, what? stop! Don't ruin. Don't Dominic don't ruin it by Mysterio saying that. Is, I just want to say this about Dominic. The rest of the games in the main event on Raw, he looked great, man. He Dominic he fucking does not look great. As a matter of fact, Dominic Mysterio, he's been handed a WWE career. Okay. And his response to that contract people would kill for a contract that even guys like Gargano can't get. Okay. And his response to that is to get fat. I mean, it's mind blowing. Why does he have a belly now? Are you absolutely kidding me? He's dead. Uh, He's like 45 and jacked. I mean, Rey Mysterio looks great. You know, I did see Dominic uh, at the after party. uh, Yeah. He was at the same after party. He was pudge, bro. He's a little pudge. Oh my God! Man. No arms. I, I'm just saying. What I'm saying. Look, what I'm saying is this. I'm not even against Dom being in WB, but boy, oh boy, he ain't Logan Paul, baby. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good transition. Then. Yeah, let's get into that. So that main event is like uh, for me, six star match. I like that. That I put that up there. That match, one of my most enjoyable. That so the match that I like watching that. The the uh, I go my le- the last match I watched that I enjoyed as much as that. That doesn't mean I've watched a ton of matches that I dug. I mean the last mm-hmm. time I had this much fun watching wrestling was Forbidden Door. You know mm-hmm. and that's an AEW New Japan event, so we all win as fans. But mm-hmm. if we go back, Daniel Bryan, uh, Kenny Omega, last year's Grand Slam. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the match that I enjoyed as much as this one. And if I had to choose which of the two that I liked better, you know, if I just had to, I'd say they're fucking equal. Those are exactly the two styles of, like, two completely different styles of professional wrestling. And it's funny because you were in attendance for one and I was in attendance for the other. Yeah, that is true. And those are four wrestlers, uh, and they're perfectly matched pat- up. Like, Daniel Bryan should be wrestling guys like Kenny Omega and Roman and Brock should be going at each other. You know what I mean? I mean, mixing them is dope, too, but... Those that's like per, those are like perfect style matchups, you know. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. both both great. We all win. That's all I'm saying. Logan Paul, uh, the Logan Paul. Let's just call a spade a spade. I just want to say I don't know anything about Logan Paul. Like in terms of, I know a little bit about him. Like I remember he got in trouble for like showing a dead body, like suicide in Japan, right? Like that. That's the first time I think I remember hearing about him. He like yeah, posted he, like, a dead he, body on YouTube, right? He like went into the suicide forest and like filmed it and like. Right. Showed like. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, my thing is that like whatever. What was he twenty? It's like you know, know, like whatever. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I I always have a little bit of a soft spot for like, it's like, really be and Bieber like now like he comes out and like everyone gave him so much shit. Be like he's such an asshole and you're like he's like a fifteen year old kid who's famous <laughs> like going around here and they're like, you remember he like they showed him peeing in like a a bucket like a mop bucket remember that. And everyone, like, gave him shit for that. And then, like, he came out later and was like, I, I you know, I had, like, nowhere to pee. You're like, yo, bro, we, when we were, like, 15, think of all the stupid shit you did, you know? Now, that being said, I'm not saying he's not good, but Bieber seems to have grown up and been, like, uh, people I know know him or whatever, so he seems to be, like, a, a nice guy, you know what I mean? So I don't really know. My point is, is this. I'm not defending the Pauls. I don't know anything about them, but there's always this collective when people are like they hold these like kids who got famous on youtube to these like real high standard and they also don't account for their age you know they can't just because they got famous that anyway that's what i'm saying uh, let's say it's logan paul one of my guys now I, 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 
I honestly, I saw that match and I was like pretty close to just being like, for Logan Paul, let's just say this. He, I would say Logan Paul rendered Pat McAfee obsolete that night. I felt like, like Uh. Logan Paul showed up. He was chiseled. I mean, he looked what? Like a 10 out of 10. He looks like a modern professional wrestler. So you're saying that's what you that if Dominic Mysterio looked like that, you you would be okay, right? Dominic Mysterio is, is a fat schlub. Okay, he stinks. <laughs> he stinks. You <laughs> can't, can't say that. That's like the <laughs> Matt, Dominic Mysterio's main. The best thing he does is get his ass kicked. He's that's it's once you've liked him out uh, from the start. The yeah. Usos like rammed him into the into the the turnbuckle. Like uh, uh, yeah. from the outside, that was his best spot of the night. Like in the main oh, event, dude. I thought they broke his back. Yeah, he, the best thing he does is eat bumps. Um, that happened to him, and I heard fireworks going off, and I was like, "Oh, that's right. That's why he's one of my guys." Logan Paul. Now I'll say this: Who's the other Paul? Donnie Paul. Sure. Jeffrey Paul. Peter Paul. Uh, it's Logan and. Uh... Well, let's just call him. Uh, let's just call him Greg Paul. All right, Greg Paul. <laughs> Whatever. There's another Paul. Luke Paul feels right, but I don't know if that's no, true. It's not. Okay. It's not. All right. Let's call him Luke Paul. Okay. So, when I was at WrestleMania, Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Ro- Ro- uh, uh, Rosenberg was doing like the pre-show. You were close. Outside. You had the last two letters. You had the last two letters. Luke Paul. Luke Paul. Jake <laughs> Paul. Jake Paul. I am your father. No, that's Paul. Paul Paul. So anyway, their dad's Paul Paul. Here's the thing. Jake Paul was talking to Rosenberg at the kickoff show outside, but they had it where projected where if you were going to the arena, you could hear them. Yeah. You you remember that? Yeah. And he was healing off so much on the Mysterios, and the crowd was booing the shit out of him, and he was great. He was great, you know? He was getting the crowd. He was just like, yo, Rey Mysterio is old as shit, and everyone (laughs) was – booing the shit out of him it was great these guys are and then logan paul cut that his promo on raw was filmed but re, i thought really good right? and then he came out and he was like yo i, I think i found my calling you know yeah, and I'm like, yeah. well, all right cool let's see let's see what this guy can do man hey you know? hey man guess what i think you did too because uh like how many wrestlers in their career say they did a, a frog splash from the turnbuckle to the announce through the announcer's table? Not I mean, many. Let's talk about that frog splash for a second. Frog splash is one of those moves that a lot of people do that only a few wrestlers make it look great. Okay? Yeah. You know what I mean? Rob, like Rob Van Dam comes to mind. He like made it look incredible. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Um, Shane you know, McMahon. I'd love to say Eddie, but I was never a huge Eddie Frog Splash guy, I'll be honest. Okay, you know I mean? interesting. I love a lot about Eddie Guerrero. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I underrated Eddie Guerrero. He's a guy like like coming up because I was young and it was like, he's a WCW guy. I never got into yeah. the crossover guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, 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 but when, when I see his clips now, I'm like, this guy was, I underappreciated him. I admit yeah. that, you know? Mm-hmm. But but I, his Frog Splash was never my favorite Frog Splash. But there were guys who, but but like Rob Van Dam, holy shit! I can't think of someone else. Someone else is I'm blanking on is a great frog splash. Well, I know. Um, I mean, Montez Ford's ha- has one of the best. Montez ones. is fucking great. That might might be thinking of Montez. 
His frog splash is insane. And he was doing a frog splash with like a 180 turn in there, like at some sometimes. It was that guy. But Logan Paul's frog splash, he looked great. He flew onto flew. that table. He flew. He's, he's uh insanely athletic. Like he's crazy he has athletic. You know what he has? He has like hops. Yeah. You know? He's got like a spring in his step, which is so massive for WWE because that ring caters to people who have that spring, like really good. And he was, yeah, he didn't he really was miss flipping a beat. up a storm, flipping up a storm, doing all the moves, look great. I mean, Logan Paul is perfect for WWE. Perfect, no? yeah, perfect. He got the money. He he he's got he's got everything you need to be and put in place to be successful and he, and he's gonna and he's 100% gonna be comes out says he's gonna sign the multi-year deal multi-event a year deal too and it's like yeah i mean let's just see more of this guy sure i mean yeah what, what, what is what is the paul's like uh, you might not even know the answer but what is their history with wrestling like do they like it the same way miz does or they kind of just saw an opportunity with it I think just saw an opportunity. And I think I think what happened with Logan Paul was that he just started training and realizing that he can actually be good at it. Is, and is he, he just, still boxing? Yeah, he trains to be a boxer too. So he's in insane shape. You know, like no, normally he's in boxer shape. Like right. he um, but like I think he just stepped in a ring and then kind of yeah. like fell in love with it and realized, oh, I'm actually athletic enough to do like cool shit. And then he gets like in Triple H praised him, like, you know. Hard, hard work ethic, always training, wanting to learn. And, and like, like, well, you know, if you got if you got that and you're doing it, then give me Logan Paul versus Bad Bunny at WrestleMania. Yeah, Let's go. he's like, yeah, he was just like, I mean, at the end of the day, it is fake fighting. So, uh, you know, I mean, there's a limit. <laughs> you know, what I mean? yeah. he's like, there is a limit to it. Uh, I love I love it. It's one thing about wrestling. It's like people come in and are like great at it sometimes. And you're like, well, you know. Some of these guys may be taking it a little too seriously, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying. But, but that all being said, he seems to be just an athletic guy. who's going to take to it right away. Um, uh, excited to see where Logan Paul goes. To be honest, like he's a great celebrity addition to professional wrestling. He made Bad Bunny look like you know a Make a Wish kid. Like I mean, he he came out there and looked like a professional wrestler. You know. Yeah, no, fucking dope. Not that he- has and nothing to, about him looking like a professional wrestler. He is a professional wrestler. Like that's it. I mean, he there's can, no denying it. I can deny whatever I want. Ask me anything. All right. Well, is Logan Paul a professional wrestler? I I can't confirm or deny. <laughs> uh, that match was great. Nice to see Miz in new gear, and also oh. his new gear was cool. That was really. Oh. Uh, my balls that are massive. Color. Is kind of funny yeah. to me. I mean, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Is it dumb? I don't know. I like it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, mean, I almost I think I might buy that shirt. It says, hello, my balls are massive. <laughs> I mean, get it on so the front dumb. of his gear, too. Like, uh, it's funny. Uh, that colorway was sick. Maurice is in insane. She's is the Maurice, best manager. Is Maurice looking extra hot nowadays? Yeah. Or is that 100? No, just like bombshell. You know, like she was the perfect She's the perfect manager. She, they, the two of them together are perfect. I love the vibes with Champa being around too. I love the the AJ stuff that happened, and then that you know you kind of force the foreshadow was there that they would win, and we I didn't know we were getting that match tonight. Now we get that match tonight, 
And that was sick. Ciampa wins. Like, man, what? Where? <laughs> well, I knew Ciampa was going to win because they're really playing up AJ being injured. You know? Oh, I mean, I have no. Like, Ciampa came into, uh, AJ came into, they were like, oh, Ch- AJ's really fucked up from his match because they wrestled twice that night, you know? But, yeah, but also, it's for the U.S. title shot, which, and now Triple H is in charge. So I knew Ciampa was like going to be oh, pushed. And speaking right? of that, now let's just fucking remember, I think last week or a couple weeks ago, yes. I, I said with Roman not being around, uh, the U.S. titles getting a lot like more love. I see titles getting a lot more love, right? And uh, tonight they cut a promo just promoing the U.S. title. And all the history of the title and past champions. Yeah, yeah, they showed Goldberg. With and it was WCW just, one. like, so ridiculous, like, USA, like, over-the-top stuff with the eagles flying. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, God damn it, Triple H. I just fucking love you so much. It was so perfect. Bobby gets a moment on there. I mean, yo, it's... I'm curious how much, triple, how much this was ready to go already or how much Triple H got done, like... The things we know, anything that's NXT black and gold related, you got to assume is Triple to- H's touch. I, to- oh, I told you, I said, I, I felt it a couple of weeks ago, like even before the allegations with Vince came out, Triple H started to say, it said he he was back. And like, you can feel like little things happening in his presence around. So I think they were like already like getting Vince slowly out of there. And he was like seamlessly taking over because that's what this completely feels like. He took what was in place that was already was going on and then like gave it his little touch. And then now, now like raw was, I mean, there are even, you can hear like the wrestlers like edge tonight said something along the lines of like, I thought I had to come here and like shine a spotlight on underutilized talent, but that's different now, you know, like, and like you hear these things, Michael Cole said, like said something during SummerSlam and like about like, Oh, I, yeah. Now I could say what, like, I want to, or something like that. Like, you know, it's it's a different vibe. It's 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 fucking cool as shit, man. Like, right. It's it's really awesome to watch. Like tonight, I think was easily one of the best raws of the year. Obviously, and probably one of the best raws in a really long time. And that it was a perfect follow up to SummerSlam. We have not gotten a good pay per view followed up by a good raw in fucking forever and now it seems like that's just extra motivation like i'm already excited for next week's raw to see what's gonna happen like the woman's i mean having bailey come back with dakota kai and eo shirai or eo sky now um it's eo sky eo sky yeah so when that moment happened at SummerSlam, i was just so like dakota kai coming back and eo eo sky coming out i was just like yo man this man is first match of the night like instantly putting his stamp on the night you know what i'm saying like that 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 is 100 that's what he's cementing it's it's his era and i'm letting y'all know we the women's division is going to be a division that will be one of the best in all of wrestling like that's what he's he's after and that's what he's going to show like He's going to have the talent there. Sasha and Naomi yeah. are re, uh, have been offered like new contracts and are like being brought back or something along those lines. So when they come back, I mean, I mean, look out. I mean, the roster is it, just getting stacked now. You got Shayna Baszler waiting in the wings. 
a lot of good wrestlers just waiting to shine. Like I was kind of thinking about Shayna Baszler because I was like, kind of crazy with Shayna Baszler that, um, like, I, I was thinking about when. Remember when she was wrestling Bianca, and Sam Roberts like went off on her in NXT. Mm-hmm. It's just like this match is stupid. Remember? Like he said something about Bianca. Oh my god, he, it kind of like went viral. It, it was like purposely yeah, it was done. A, it was uh, pretty on, smart. About Bianca, right? In the kickoff show. He was like, I got to be honest, this match is almost stupid. Like, Bianca has no business being in a ring with Shayna Baszler. You remember yeah. that? Like, yeah. that, and, and it was really smart, actually. They haven't done stuff like that since. Because I, I don't think that, think that it was, was planned. It was kind of huge. I don't too, think it was unplanned. It, I think it was that was like That was like when people started really getting behind Bianca, too. So, like, worked out. Yeah, Bianca is fucking great. Her gear was sick. Uh, I didn't like Becky. I mean, wow, what what a fucking superstar Bianca Belair is, man. I mean, they have probably the best women's wrestler in the world right now, and it's I and I think she's almost running away with it at this point. Can we talk about how ham fisted the Becky becoming the man again thing was on Raw? In what kind that of that was way? my only knock on on Raw was like. Becky was just like, you know. Oh, like. Uh, she just kept being, I don't know. She said basically like, I'm not, uh, I define the man, right? Like, a man doesn't define me. I define the man. And then yeah. then they had Bianca come out and go like. You are the man. Yeah, you are the man. And it was like, all right, we get it. Becky's going to be the man again. She doesn't really, they don't need to say that. Like four times. Yeah, but just have her. It was short. Man. It was sweet. Yeah. I thought it was good. I thought I thought it was a great way to open up Raw. I think Bianca uh, should have just said it, and not Becky. And then, I, and then I think also clearly Becky's gonna be out for a while. She seemed to hurt herself, you know. Yeah, she separated her shoulder, dude. Was, I saw she a finished the match with her shoulder. Yo, that's, out. which is crazy. And she's gonna be out for a little bit. So when she comes back, she'll full on wearing her the man shirt. I'm excited for Becky to go back to being a baby. I thought that was a great. That, that was the cool thing about SummerSlam in general. Is there was they did a lot of good setup going forward. Um, oh yeah. Oh you know? yeah. Where, I mean, all right. So anyway, uh, Logan Paul was it was great. Bianca, you're saying yeah, Bianca's really great. A Bianca Bailey uh, feud is pretty interesting. I think I just think that it's interesting because do you think Bailey can beat Bianca? Yeah. Hundred percent, right? It almost feels like God. It would feel like kind of a shame if Bianca beat Bailey. Uh, well, after let she's me tell you something. For so long, having Bailey be strong, I think, is kind of important. You know, if Naomi, Naomi, and Sasha come back with those tag titles too, and you start getting like a like ta- w- sick little women's tag division going as well, like you know, like I mean, I, I think they're just. Women's wrestling in WWE is about to go go to another level. Like Triple H is going to utilize every single woman in that division properly. Like I, I don't honestly, I think one of the things we'll never see again is the twenty four seven title. Don't expect to ever see that thing fuck come out <laughs> ever again. Okay, yeah. all right. Let's 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 be real here. We are uh, we are entering a very interesting time in wrestling right now. I think. I think Saturday. I think Saturday and tonight, and it was it was it was mentioned. Like I love being on Twitter during during times like this, but it was mentioned that uh, that this was supposed to be like a statement show. And honestly, they made a statement tonight. They made it. They made a fucking statement tonight. 
They made a statement. Every single thing that happened tonight was so well done. The, the wrestlers, you can tell, are involved in what's going on. The backstage, that makes the promos. Like, even Edge's promo comes back, cuts a quick little promo, makes it make all make sense. You know, like, I mean, the possibilities are endless now. I'm even thinking, like, God, imagine if he breaks up Judgment Day and then we get finally we get Finn and AJ together, like, you know, doing doing their thing. Like, you know, like there's yeah. think about all the talent that's there. Mustafa Ali, we see Dolph in a match with fucking with Chad Gable and, and Ciampa. Oh, like, I mean, what did we do to deserve this? I Obviously, a long time of really bad booking, but like that's and here's another thing I noticed production wise, a lot less camera cuts. It felt like a really good watch tonight, too, just visually. Like, it didn't feel like things were, like, moving all over the place, you know? Yeah. It was definitely a great show. I felt very happy watching it. I was very – I was I was having a good time. I felt like uh, it was the promos were definitely slicker tonight. That was probably my biggest takeaway from stuff. It was like I, – Yeah. I, I, I felt like – you're right. Like, some of them were – like, they were shorter, and they were pretty, like, good, like – Seth Rollins was like mad funny tonight. Um, he, <laughs> wow, he was pretty insulting. Yeah, he was funny. He was making Christina laugh. He was pretty good. Um, I just my only, I don't have that much of an issue to be honest. I definitely was just enjoying the show. Uh, you, you wait, you didn't think that they were breaking up? You didn't think they were setting the stages there because Montez kind of like ditched the 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 nah. He, he it's ditched not even the close. Fucking, he ditched the, I thought I honestly the, thought it was more of a of a way to show that they're not going to break up. The Street Profits are not going to break up. First of all, they are one of the best tag teams in the world right now. Like you know, you could put them up there with all the best ones right now. They're just two incredible wrestlers, and individually, Montez is getting fucking jacked out of his mind right now. He what's looks going so on? With incredible. Him? I mean, geez, Dawkins is cutting weight and, and looking good too. He's way more quicker on his feet. And I think tonight was just more of a cement that that they can prosper as individuals, but also be still be together. Like Montez gets the match, Dawkins comes out. We got talk I about Montez looking jacked. Yes, I, I mean, first of all, his outfit for SummerSlam coming out with the cowboy hat. The guy is so fucking talented, man. I hate. He's so I hate when they adapt the sports team. You know that, but fine. No, but for the Street Profits. It's really awesome, dude. And they're doing it for every city that they go into. Like, literally, tonight. When they were in the Knicks gear, you didn't like the Knicks gear? Come on, dude. That's that's dope. Like, I, The Knicks gear, I really took a liking to because I'm New York. So I guess that's right, kind of like so, exposing my bullshit. But the, yeah. the, the like old school, like, orange-blue Knicks jerseys and Madison Square Garden are so special, you know, that I think everyone kind of understands that. But I guess some, you could, I guess it's a good... There's a little bit of my bullshit involved there, right? Yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'm open to it. Agree. Yeah. Montez, though, we got to talk about Montez because Montez, he should break up with Street Profits. I know you disagree. No. It, 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 they may not necessarily need to break up, but, like, having them wrestle him wrestle a singles match against Seth Rollins was a really great push forward because Montez is too talented to be in a tag team. I'm sorry. He's just he, – that guy is a fucking star. He's yeah, but you're great on promo. Great. But you're saying that 
in a in an era where tag team wrestling hasn't mattered. So honestly, if tag team wrestling starts to go into, I mean, we just had a main event raw tonight. You know, like yeah. if the, if he starts building, like think about the tag teams that are there. You still got the Viking Raiders. You know, like I think you can bring back a tag team like the Authors of Pain and like bring make tag team well, wrestling of relevant. Guys, they they wrote Pain. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, they uh, New York Times bestsellers. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. those guys are just as big as Logan Paul for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. I, 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 I Tulo, I agree. I agree. Okay, I agree with you. Tag team wrestling is dope right now, and I agree. Like they don't have any immediate plans to do anything with them, and it's yeah. like there is the like you you know U.S. Like if he's not, it's it's it, if he's gonna go. But like you, you think can have about, an IC run could be pretty good, you know. Uh, that's ex- see, and this is where my brain's going. Like, yo, w- there's no harm in uh, Montez going for the IC with Dawkins in this corner, and they're they're doing those hypes back there, and then like Dawkins going for a US title. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, they, it would be fucking sick, and they're holding individual titles, but they're together. Like, we could see that too. I mean, we've we've the new day successfully has been tag teams and Kofi's been champion. Like, it, it will be stronger in numbers, you know. Like, fucking bring another person into the stable. I don't know. Call up Carmelo Hayes from down low and put Carmelo Hayes with the Street Profits. You know, fuck it. Like, I oh, mean, I there's there's possibilities, but too low. Yeah. Sorry, I saw something so funny. You okay. might have seen this, but is it a detour? This. No. It's, it says, ladies and gentlemen, we have the new WWE chairman and CEO, Vince McMahon's younger brother, Victor McMahon. And it's Vince with a beard like Ezekiel. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So pretty, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Funny. So who who won SummerSlam for you? Like, and it doesn't have to be it could be uh, any. It doesn't have to be a wrestler either. What what won SummerSlam for you? So I have a, I have a little list uh, here. You want me to give you a little list of things that I thought were one SummerSlam? Yeah, I mean, I, but the the win, one SummerSlam I think is just Brock. I don't have kind of a I I, mm. I couldn't think of a, like a funny answer, but I think ultimately at the end of the day, Brock Brock came out there and pulled off uh like kind of the impossible of like losing again to Roman, but coming mm. out as the victor, literally standing in the middle of the ring at the end. You you almost forgot he lost, you know. Not to mention standing in the tractor in the beginning. Yeah. Did you see how he flipped the microphone to Roman and it like landed right in his hand? Yeah, that was, was crazy. insane. That, that was crazy. Just just the fact that like, I, I, there's some moments in wrestling that give me such a fucking hard on, you know. Um, yeah. Like when he fucking not a literal one because the feeling is more mm-hmm. like in my chest, you know. I get this great, <laughs> you know. If we're going into the, what the feeling is, it's a really like, enchanted excitement I get. But like when when you see Brock standing in the uh, uh, what's it called the loader, uh, the, the plow. Front, yeah, what's the whatever front car loader plow. or whatever. Yeah, whatever the plow part. He's standing on the plow, and you're like, oh, that's how they're going to do the fucking face-off? You know? Like, he's going to be standing on the fucking track. Man, I had so much anxiety during some of those German suplexes at the end that, like, he was going to get tossed into the fucking plow. <laughs> I know. Here. The tractor was, like, so cl- I was like, they're going to wrestle. And then Roman kept just being like, get down, bro. 
Get that, get down. Like, what are you doing? It was so fucking great. And then, and What's you knew he, doing he, up he there? knew he was going to jump off it onto him, and it just still it's gonna was smash going to smash the ring. Brock Lesnar is 45 years old. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> All right. So here's a couple. Here's a little list of uh, who won SummerSlam. I wrote Triple H, the tractor, the women's division, the fans, Nashville, and Logan Paul. <laughs> I love that okay? list. Triple I think that's H. a great list. I love that list. Because the fan. crowd was electric. The fans. You sound like a PR guy. The fans. The, the fans. They were electric. Great, great, great fans. Like, great yeah. fans all night. They were into every single thing. You did mention, and one thing I don't, like, so we can move. I I have some yeah. funny things to talk about, but. Um, I'll be the I, I So what do you think about Liv and Ronda? I liked the Liv and Ronda finish. I, and do I, you I, know what that's? It paid uh, like homage to was that happened in Brock and Undertaker. It was yep. like the same finish from the Brock and Undertaker match. Uh, it wasn't exactly that same finish, but I know what you're talking about. You're talking about the Hell in a Cell, right? Where so mm-hmm. Taker tapped out, but I think the ref didn't see it, right? Yes. Uh, but I don't think there was a pin in that. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure there was a pin. Hold on. I have the article. I've read it. I remember up. watching that match. Like, I remember that because everyone hated that finish. Do you remember? They hated it. But I don't uh, remember. It was, uh, no, it was a homage to the SummerSlam 2015 main event in which the Undertaker tapped when he knew the ref couldn't see his hand, causing right. Brock Lesnar to release to Kimura, only for the dead man to keep fighting and steal the official right. victory. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so he didn't, it wasn't the same, it, well, it might have been well, homage, same kind of thing. Yeah, 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 same kind of thing where there's a tap out that didn't I think it's great. happen. But anyway, yeah, yeah, it wasn't a, it, it reminded me of that, so I remembered it instantly, but it wasn't the exact same finish. It was way better. And, this finish well, here's the thing is, in Hallelujah, we, you get Ronda looking like what she's supposed to look like, right? You know, it's like beats the ref up, gets fined, she's suspended. That's Ronda Rousey. I mean, if they give, if Triple H gives her a mouthpiece, it's just game over. Like they'll run with Ronda and a mouthpiece and like being an absolute fucking badass. Well, she, she seems to not be going anywhere. Right. I mean, except for the fact she got like fine. So she might be suspended yeah. for a little bit. Right. Yeah, cooler off a little bit. Yeah. Um, but all that being said, she seems to be, uh, you know, she's headed towards the true heel zone, which is pretty fun. Yeah. And it was a great, it was a great win for Liv. You know, it was like mm-hmm. she she won on her actual merits. You know, but she showed that she's a lot weaker than Ronda. You know, mm-hmm. I liked it. I thought it was really fun. That match was really interesting because, like, that was another one. Christina was like watching it, and we started it, and she was like really shitting on both of their entrances. And I was like, that's fair. They were boring entrances, you know. Mm-hmm. And then like the match happened, and she kept being like getting worked by it. She kept she kept being where she was just like, oh, wow, look, Ronda's going to win, you know, <laughs> and she was getting and I, I, and I was like pointing out there. I'm like, oh, well, they're telling the story of like that. She, uh, she's working her arm. Mm-hmm. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, they're, they're doing thing, which is that like Liv has no arm left because she's been putting in. The, she's been surviving these arm bars, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and that was well, you know, and then they ended it. They ended it that way, you know, that, you know, so it was, it was, it was pretty good. It's just the interesting thing. The thing I'll say, the only, the only thought I had, I don't think it's bad per se, because, but I'll say the main event was so big time and that Mm. match felt so small time in comparison. 
That yeah. would be my only thought. But I think that's because the true women's main was the first match. Uh-huh. Oh, right? yeah. So oh, yeah. it's kind of like just, like, you know. Yeah, and there, yeah. it wasn't like that match was ever going to be, like, a 15-minute match to Liv and, mm-hmm. and Ronda. I think it was, like, eight minutes or something, you know? But, like, right. it was a great way to do it because, in reality, Liv shouldn't beat Ronda. Like, she got lucky. Yeah. But, like, have finding a way for her to win that fashion is still is great, you know? And now yeah. you can build to something else. It was great. It was really a really fun match. Uh, I, I liked it, you know, and I think it's cool. So, I'm interested to see where they go with uh, Liv. So I sat on the floor. I have very good seats. And um, many, many people are saying that about that. I got a souvenir chair. But Ugh. I was like, all right, sick. I'm going to have the souvenir chair. I guess what I'm going to have to do, I'm going to have to check it at the airport, right? Because I wasn't going to wait around to ship it back through there. I was like, all right, I guess I'll just check it at the airport. Is that what you did when you had it? Just- oh, my God. Yeah, I've done this a couple times. And then they, okay. like, they lose them. It's a whole thing. Right. So I'm walking out. I got this chair in my hand and I'm walking through the arena. I finally get to the top of the steps. Mad, mad dash to get out of the stadium. And as I'm walking out, guy goes to me, I'll give you $50 for your chair. And I go, 50? And I go, nah, not enough. And I walk by and he goes, how about 70? And I go, all right, that's actually a really good fucking offer. Fuck. Because then now I'm starting to think in my brain, well, if I'm going to fucking check this thing, it's going to cost me like 40, 50 bucks anyway. Right. Of course. So I'm like, I start walking. I go, fuck it. I'm going to sell it to this guy. Go back. I go, how much did you say? He said 50. And I said, how much did you say? And he goes, 70. And I go, all right, give me the 70. It's all yours. And he goes, whoa, thanks, man. (laughs) Gave me 70 bucks. Got out of there. Yeah, I mean, because it, it, you're smart because it would cost you to check it. It's not worth it, really. And it was it was a, like it was I mean, it was a cool chair. It was like Brock Lesnar. I think it was that like uh, that artist that does all those like really cool things. Schmambanger or something oh, like Rob, that. Rob Schmackle. Rob Schmackenberger. Slippy, slappy. Yeah, slappy. Swimmy, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Samsonite. Yeah, yeah. Slap, um, yeah. <laughs> Mary Swanson. Mary Swanson. <laughs> um, but yeah, so but I was like, I already have two chairs at home. What am I gonna do with this third one? I was like, this is fucking great. Sold it for seventy bucks cash. Got out of there. And I used twenty of it to tip the tip the uh, musical performers at the bar that we were at. I love that for <laughs> you. Off. I think that's a great. I think that's a great move you pulled there. So I, I was also a part of something really crazy. So some of the people that I walked into the building with, uh had tickets but like way up top for like cheap so what they did was the guy edited someone else's ticket to like like be his i guess or something like that yeah yeah I've and seen, he I've just heard went, about this he went right up to the bracelet like got in with with the ticket and then went right up to the bracelet line and then got a bracelet for the floor and then just waited around until he found seats and then just sat down on the floor like so scheme- i, I- I've heard of people doing this. They take tickets and then they, you buy a real ticket, but you Photoshop it. Yeah. You know? And uh, I've heard of people doing stuff where this is what I heard. Here's the scam I heard. All right. Uh, someone, I've never done this, so I, I can't vouch this works. But someone told me you buy a ticket, like a cheap ticket, right? Then mm. when the show or like starts, you go on StubHub. And then you look up what tickets are still on sale. 
that are people are clearly not going to buy that are going to be in empty seat. And then you Photoshop, you edit it to be like one of those seats that's going to be clearly empty. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so, so the this way is someone's sure not in the seat. Because it's yeah. like you look at a ticket, you go like when it's already like a half hour into the show and you see what's still available. Probably no one's buying a $2,000 seat, right? Yeah. And uh, then, Smart. yeah. So whoever scalped that ticket already got fucked, you know? Dude, what a fucking scheme, man. Yeah, I've never done it. Someone told it to me. Like, I, I, I saw I, it happen live in front of me. So that's, like, a, that's essentially what this guy did, but he didn't. What he does is he just gets into the floor and then looks for an empty thing to sit in, right? Yeah, okay. So he's not doing the whole editing process. Anything, I think it will be like, that's how people get to sit in like truly sick seats, you know? Because they only, they you just need a ticket to get in. So then right. once you're in, when they check, because they make you get a bracelet in order to get access down onto the floor. Right. So you have to go and show your ticket, but they only just look at your ticket. So they're just looking to make sure it's a floor section ticket. So once you get the bracelet, you can go down there. But Maniacs. if you combine if you combine the two schemes Ooh. where you look ahead and then you find the seats, now you're now you're golden. Tula, let me ask you something else. Uh-huh. Ask me, man. You smoke weed every day. Yeah. Most days, most days, every day. Is it a? Do every you day. smoke to function, like for a morning? Are you like a, I'll smoke no, in the morning? No, so I used to smoke in the morning all the time, but now I work from home, so I don't smoke in the morning or during the day anymore. Right, 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 right. Because I want, I otherwise, uh, I just I'm not motivated enough, and I won't want to work, and I have work yeah. to do. So it's like, if I do that, <laughs> I will. If I wake up in the yeah. morning. And I have really bad anxiety. Like I'm having really bad morning anxiety. And I'm like, my brain is going like all over the place and I don't feel well. I'll smoke like when I first wake up just to kind of calm my stomach and my nerves down. So by the time that like I'm ready to work, it's gone, you know? Yeah. I'm not high and I can actually. No, I'm saying it's a lesson I learn over. I have to relearn all the time. I go like, yo, I'm going to like, you know, what? I'm a smoke weed. Like maybe I'll be able to like do that. And then it'll make my day like make me like a little like yeah, no. more productive and less anxious. And then I smoke weed. And, like all I want to do is like just like watch a movie. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's So I'm always curious about the people who are like because you're like, you know, you like work hard and you're functional. I'm curious about the, the like Seth Rogen types who are like functional weed smokers. Oh, yeah. I mean, and but I it mean, also helps with their creative ability. So smoking weed is so good for the, for them to do before they do the things that they do. You know, I know. I think it just makes me so fucking tired. Like all everything makes <laughs> You're me smoking tired. the wrong strains, man. I know. I mean, if I'll smoke a sativa, I can rock out, you know, but it helps to be like like drinking doesn't make me tired. I like drinking and then I'm up like, you know, I'm looking to party unless I drink beer and then I drink like a lot of beers. It's too heavy, you know, and then so my my stomach's too full, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Yo, I, I want to tell you guys something. Yeah. Wait, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say I was I was just thinking of something, uh, just randomly though, and uh, Roman. It was during the Roman Brock match, and oh, I was yeah. sitting next to uh, a woman who like does lighting is and stuff for WWE, but she wasn't. I don't know if she was working with them anymore, but still got a ticket through somebody right. that was there. She was awesome. We got along the whole time. We were t- chatting about wrestling. She was the, just a great individual person to just randomly have sit next to you. And uh, 
It's during the Brock Roman match, and Roman goes for the Superman punch, and he does the thing, and then smashes the ground, and she just turns to me and goes, "Well, that's the same move I use at the lesbian bar every night." <laughs> oh my god! Like, Wait, I gotta tell that to Christina because Christina loved when Roman did that. Like, she never noticed yeah, he did that. She's before. like, "That's she's like, that's the same move I use at the lesbian bar." <laughs> Oh my god! I'm like that's so fucking funny. Imagine just someone going like, <laughs> boom. <laughs> I that's... was like, oh man, it's so funny. Oh, she had me dying. She was so much fun to hang out with. Oh my god, that's the that's... best part about wrestling shows. Like sometimes you'll go. You can... I have you ever gone to a wrestling show by yourself? Uh, I've done it actually. I've been to wrestling frequently. shows by myself, but. Uh, not as much as the I've, what I've done more of is I've been times where like we have seats not together so I'll have like mm. a solo seat I got for free you know what I mean but I get that I gotta tell you I gotta tell you I have two things to say okay one was about weed about drinking and what was I gonna say about drinking she don't like doing it anymore no no we're talking about fuck man damn it I was because it was going off the weed combo um, drinking, 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 drinking beers, drinking Drink beers somewhere. This was about where did you right. drink? Did you was it, it about where somewhere where you were having drinks? It was an alcohol related thing. Did it have to did do with wrestling? Back? I'm not totally sure, but I think it's something to do. Oh, I here's what it was. I remember. Wow. So I want to do a thing it. at the last improv show, one of my live shows, where I I, I do a Terramana toast with the crowd. You know what I mean? Love that. Mm-hmm. And I want to try to get The Rock to see it. Like, I want to film mm-hmm. it and put it on social media. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to do it, but I'm trying to think of a way to do it that, like, will be, like, kind of over the top. You know what I mean? Mm. Can you get Kevin Hart to come? <laughs> that would help. It's also not impossible. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I think Kevin Hart, I probably have someone who could connect me with Kevin Hart, but he'll be too busy to actually make it ever. You know what I mean? Well, like, I mean, all he's got to do is show up for that one spot and then leave. Yeah, I, I know. That's true. Like, I got to do some kind of video. I don't know. I'm trying I mean, that's the ultimate. If you go, you're going to do Termon Toast, and then he just comes out like, and does the whole fucking does this whole thing, you know, because I'm trying to get the my goal is to get the I want the rock to do monologues on our show. You know, like I want to do improv scenes off the rock like he's the, like I, I, my thing is like if the rock comes and does monologues, the show is over. It's the last show, the last improv show. I'm figuring this out as we talk here. The last last improv show will be the rock as the monologist. Mm. So if we can get the rock, do you think there's a world where the rock does it? Honestly, I was just speaking into existence. But do you really want the last? I don't really show? see. I don't see like boundaries like that. I'm very Vince Vinci in that way. Like, You'll I have to name it the last improc show. The last improc show. <laughs> I believe that the rock could could do it. I think that the question is, can I get his attention? You know, we'll have to find out. I mean, Nicole Byers sits at a, like a booth with John Cena. Oh, shit. I have a way better chance of getting Cena. Yeah, actually, I mean, actually, let me text by right now. Like, do you think Cena would do the monologues? Let's see what she says. 
Honestly, I think you would. Do you think Cena would ever do the monologues? Cena you got to do it as a surprise guest monologues too. Like keep that shit on the wraps, you know. Even though we're just live talking about it on the pod. <laughs> I'm, texting, I'm texting Nicole right now. See what I'm like. Yo, keep it on the wraps. Don't tell anybody except for the fucking people that are all listening to this. All right, now you guys are all swearing on their own too. No one say a single fucking thing. All right. <laughs> All right, let's see what she says. If you guys tell anybody, literally, you're dead to us. <laughs> Don't tell okay. anybody. All right, hold on. I'm seeing what she said. The surprise guest monologist. <laughs> Monologuer? In the fields, killing yingling monologuers? Well, we could we could always just say that the monologist is, we have him invisible. And we'll be like, here he is. You know what I mean? We could, but there is always a joke to be had there. Because we can't see him. That's the thing about. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about. That's the thing about. <laughs> see, anyway, uh, that would actually be a really say, funny bit, like an invisible man, uh, like model. <laughs> well, if 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 Cena was there and he did the monologues from behind a curtain with a god mic, you know what I mean? We gave him a wireless mic, and <laughs> you you can't see him, guys. And then they're like, oh, they're doing a gag, but then he really comes out. And then he goes, Nicole, come up, come up here, come up here. And she gets up there and she like pretends to put her arm around like, oh, like she like he's squeezing her ass or something, you know, like yeah. he slaps her butt on the way out, you know, like it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, I mean. That's great. I mean, we just we just booked it. It's right yeah, there. Be great. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, it doesn't. I listen. I'm only saying that kind of stuff in the character of uh, like, oh. You know, it's like I I got I I ask people, I I, you know, and, you know, the worst they could tell you is no, even though it kind of sucks to hear no, you know, sometimes you're like, all right, like whatever. But like people want to do things they want. It doesn't matter how famous you are. Like people want to be asked to do things, you know? Yeah. Anyway, I mean, you know, so anyway, uh, we were talking about professional wrestling, weren't we? Something Um, like that. Um, I, I, I think that, um. Um, I, I have two thoughts. One, one thought is, I hope Matt Riddle goes back to being Matt Riddle. That's just random, just small thing. I really hate Riddle. Just, and then, um, so speaking of him, real quick, and yeah. keep your second thought. You have it in your head. You have the second thought. Don't oh, lose the second thought. Oh yeah, yeah. You're, you're talking. About uh, his it's, it's real quick. Painted, right? Well, his toenails were painted red, and I know that because I saw him in the airport because I was walking, and someone yeah. goes, "Yo, Riddle," and he was like, literally like right behind me and he walked by me and he was in his slides and his toenails are painted red and he's in the same slides I have them and they were the dirtiest things I've ever seen in my life. He should be embarrassed traveling around in those slides and his bare feet. It's disgusting. Nicole texted me back by the way and said that's he was wearing barefoot in the airport. Yeah. Like yeah. Oh, in like his dirty slides. Absolutely disgusting. Uh, Nicole said LOL, LOL, LOL. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, but he doesn't even have to come out on stage. He'll just, he won't, like, you know, you can't see him. So he doesn't yeah. have to actually interact with anybody. We just yeah. keep him backstage. Very safe environment for Cena. My other thought was. Man, that's a really funny bit. Triple H, and I'm curious. If Vince is still involved, that's my thought. My thought was like, I'm like, you it's know, really like succession, man. Yeah, like you're like, I just have such a hard time believing that Triple H isn't just on the phone with Vince all, every minute. You know, I mean, I'm sure he is. 
Kuzmin's still the majority shareholder. He just has to pretend he retired, right? Ah, man. You think just... Vince is literally just – I mean, wait, by the way, he might be laying low right now. But my, I, if, I, if you had to ask me, my thing would be like him and Vince – like Vince and him were like, all right, let's make sure we do some things that makes it look like you're in charge. So let's do the fucking Bailey f- faction thing. No. You were, t- that's you were not, talking that's, about that's, you don't not, think so? that's definitely not. No. No way. Is he around? I don't even know if he's around. It doesn't feel like he's there at all. No, and they're I don't, talking I don't about it like he's. I don't think. He, I don't. I don't. I don't they're talking. About, they're talking about it like he's got not like nothing to do with it. Yeah, of course. Like none. K- you ever heard of kayfabe? I'm just saying. <laughs> all right. Anyway, I'm just uh, saying. Truly a great show. I mean, so the big questions here for me are: Where do they go with Roman? Seth called out Roman. I don't know if that was real or that was just. Uh, like a place, uh, the queue line for the Montez to come out. You know, uh, I don't know, man. I hope so. I think it's a perfect. A perfect but it looks thing. like they're they're. If I you know, if I had to think about it, my thought is they're probably headed towards Roman Rock with the title at Mania, right? Who's taking this title off of off of Roman? Like, I mean, Seth would be the perfect person to do it. Yeah, it's like. It's just it, you know. It's like because well, you have Cody, man. Cody's the only guy. Is the only guy who I could see actually doing it because if I'm Triple H, my brain goes, we save, we we save Roman losing to Cody at Mania or Rocket or Rock, and right now the Rock's always going to be kind of tentative. So the plan's either Cody goes over. A mania or rock is around and then you know if rock is around you decide if you need the titles even on roman you know but if rock isn't there then you need the titles on roman i think yeah so you know what i'm saying so that's why like you can't you can't really take them off roman until they can see what the mania landscape looks like because roman will be in the main event of mania next year there's no question i mean i think the build to a Seth beating like Roman at Royal Rumble and then like Cody returning at the Rumble and winning the Rumble is like epic storytelling in all forms. Yeah. You know, because then Cody doesn't have to wrestle until Mania. Neither does Seth. It's just nothing but like insane vignettes and buildups and attacks and like you just really drag it on until mania so then everybody's just like right chomping at the bit for it and then in that case then tomaso chomping tomaso chomping that they're all the tomaso chomping at the bit uh this is important but yeah i mean i mean i'm i'm honestly the thing i'm most excited about next is survivor series and what that's going to look like now i think that's a huge thing i think this is a this is that that would be a really cool way to see how uh, Triple H is going to handle Survivor Series. I love that for us. Everybody loves it for us. Well, I mean, look, successful night in the books. Great SummerSlam. I loved it. I, I had a great time watching it. The main event was one of my favorite matches I watched. We talked about it. Excited to see where they go. You know, the main thing to be said is like WWE, the change in creative leadership at the top it, even if it, it just feels really good it makes people be like all right maybe this maybe this 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 company that has been failing us for so long 
is has a chance of turning it around and mm-hmm. so it's exciting you know it's 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 definitely exciting and you're right triple h really good for female talent he he makes them you know he's, he 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 books them way stronger you know and seemingly triple h has better taste and then then vince i don't know if that you know vince has some good taste as well sometimes the main thing that triple h is very good at is uh like theatrics and production stuff like he he he, he you know you, you could just look at his entrances you know he uh he, he, he a lot of the stuff that he brought to the table in nxt that was really cool it kind of gets lost on main roster well, with vince like well, look at Finn look Balor, at, look at eo shirai's uh eo sky's uh entrance like yeah. oh fuck it looks sick tonight you know like and that yeah. was what was the cool like she had the sickest entrance in nxt and now we get to finally see it on the main stage and you're like fuck yeah like this is it this is a perfect example it's like oh these wrestlers that are gonna be yeah. coming up because are gonna look even cooler now you know bobby lashley his entrance to SummerSlam i thought was one of the cooler things on the car like when he was on that platform that shot was very cool um i don't know if you saw that because you were had to rewatch it but Bobby Lashley was on that plat, like the the kind of they're doing like the kind of King yeah. Kong thing with him, right? I saw it. Like, bom, bom, I saw, I, I, saw I rewatched it, so yeah, yeah, and like they present him kind of like you know like a, a like he's this fucking beast, you know? Yeah, and uh, but that shot was cool with the fireworks in the back. I, I dig it. In general, they do really good work for Bobby Lashley. You know, Bobby Lashley tweeted out uh, something along the lines of like it really feels like we have an opportunity to like do things that we want here. And he's like, and then he hinted at her, her business 2.0. It's like giving the fans back something that they would really love. Like her, and, her business it, deserves a second chance. No question. Her business is sure. really good. I, I also would love to see raw underground again. <laughs> I think raw underground was cool. Raw <laughs> underground could have a title like that, like kind of an FTW kind of a thing, you know? And frankly, like, a lot I, of I things I so really enjoy. Cool. If someone, <laughs> if someone was the like Raw Underground champion, that'd be cool. You know, they have like like not like that they come to the middle of the ring cut promo. No. It's a promo. It's it's a title that they like just carry that they kind of don't talk about. They're like Raw Underground. We know we're not supposed to talk about it here, but he's the Raw Underground champion. He won't confirm or deny it. You know, dude, it's it's just absolutely so wild to hear you saying Raw Underground that actually being a thing that existed at some point in our I like, lives. I, I like Raw Underground. It was so good, dude. It was like like like, it's like really good. As, it's like Bloodsport, right? Like Josh Barnett's Bloodsport kind of thing, right? So it's funny that we talk about Raw Underground, but it's like in my back of my brain, the thing I'm thinking about more is Shane and how like. There is this like underlying story that Shane could come back and be like, you, you, you know, this isn't your company, Triple H. This is this is our family's. I would you it watch is, Triple H? I'll watch a Triple H for Shane really, match. From what they all say, they don't like each other at all. You know, I'll watch a Triple H Shane match, no problem. Like in Mania, like for, Triple H for the, is ne- I don't know if Triple for H control is. of the company. You know, like yeah. okay, here's something we didn't talk about at all. By the way, before we get out of here, mm-hmm. uh, Ric Flair's last match. Um, oh, I, it looked like I, he was gonna die. So I didn't see it. Uh, I didn't see it. I thought it was cool. It was like Bret Hart and Undertaker, and yeah, uh, uh, the front row was all. Who was it? Bret Hart, Undertaker. Who am I forgetting? Mankind. Foley. Foley. That was fucking cool. Dude, love and, was in there. Yeah, I thought that was dope. That 
look, Rick looked like he had a great time. It seems to be that he came out alive, so that's great. Yeah, uh, always so a win. I'm happy for that. You know, I didn't watch it because it's kind of like, uh, but I, I would watch it. Uh, I, I heard people that were there. I mean, the whole night in general, people said was really good, but uh, that match was a little tough to watch, they said, especially live in person. Right. He's probably moving so slow. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. See, I'm, you know, it's something he wanted to do. I can't knock it. You know what I mean? So sure. He seemed to come out okay. So that's all that really matters to me. Um, uh, I was going to say one more thing. Uh, fuck. I want to watch a Jeff Jarrett. This is not what I was going to say. I want to watch the Jeff Jarrett Stone, Stone Cold. Cold. <laughs> I want to watch that because. I know those guys always had like some beef, so I think. That's well, let's cool. let's finish on a positive note. Jeff Jarrett was looking real jacked. Uh, cool. Comedy comedy poll show looked insane. Comedy poll show was actually insane the other night. What the fuck was this last wrestling thought I had? I'm gonna talk about comedy poll show in a second, but I think I might be able to grab it. I wanted to say it. I love when we search uh, into Raw, the depths was of Dan Raw? Black's mind was to find Raw? a thought. Was something? Oh shit! Oh well. All right. Anyway, um, it was like out of the ring news, like someone who signed a contract or someone who was doing something, and uh, I don't remember. Damn it! Hold on, hold on, hold on. I know this is dead air, dead air here. I know it's fine. I just want to look. Someone that signed. Let's see. Uh, all right. Fuck it. Not gonna have it. All right. Anyway. Well, there was the thing that Sasha and they're talking about Sasha. Coming I, back yeah, now. I mentioned I mentioned that. Yeah, already. yeah but you said that, but that we already said that. All right. Anyway, I'll think of it for the night. I'll think of it later. I'll write it down. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Comedy Pulse show the night was a huge success. If you haven't been there, I I um I uh yeah we do the show here in Los Angeles. How do I describe it? It's uh you know it's pole dancing and and stand ups you know, and I think it's a blast. Uh, the show is a great time. I think it. I think I have an idea yeah. for Calmania four. Yeah, that I think would be a revolutionary uh, night of fun that I will share with you off air. But oh, well, this is gonna be an off air thing. I mean, I you know, it's right, kind of yeah, obvious. It. Kind of obvious. All signs are pointing to comedy poll show needs to be involved in Cal Media Four. You know, like uh, are I mean, people? Is that what people are people saying that? I'm. I mean, I'm saying it because I think it's a great idea. I have a great lineup in my head for Cal Media Four. I'll share with you. I'll text it to you. I for the Vegas show was trying so hard to get Christina a poll. Um, yeah. <laughs> so well, that she could do a poll dancing intro for me, and like they were like it was it poll is such an annoying thing. It's like. These polls have to be like installed. It's a whole fucking whole other thing I'm learning about, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that show was fucking great. We had Reggie Watts on the show. We had John Chad on the show. Ch- Chad Esposito. looked like he was so. Chad's thing looks so funny. Chad Damiani's fucking great. Who was in W? By the way, he was the announcer we, for WCW. We gotta get him. We should get him on the pod. I should. Yeah, I'll get Chad back on. Hit the him pod. up. Chad's, Chad's Hit great. him up. Hit Gabriel so up. Come on. That show was all. If you're in LA, I mean, the show it was fucking packed. It was great. Um. I gave out a couple tickets to some some uh, jabroniacs, uh, so uh, it was fucking awesome. I um, the show that show's like so packed it runs long that like sometimes I can't even really do like I don't get to really do a set on it sometimes you know yeah yeah, yeah. because it's just like 
you know, it's more of a show I host, so it's a great time, yeah. you know. Um, so I get to like kind of just, you know, I get to watch and enjoy. I mean, it's a lot of fucking work because I'm producing it. It's a lot of work, you know, but uh-huh. boy, boy, these shows are just a great time. And the best part, truthfully, for me is I, I get to connect a lot. It's like all the comics come on the show a lot of not all of them i'm seeing a lot of them i haven't seen since pre-pandemic you know yeah so I get to fucking hang out it's good time seeing people it's just a bummer when uh it's a bummer when I, every time i call my parents they're like i heard covid's going up and i'm like hey stop talking about covid i'm been just completely ignoring it and it's going yeah. well for me you know <laughs> you know what i mean because i'm due for round three like any day now yeah you know? yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah i thought i felt it after te- nashville i was right, like right, right, yeah right. and i'm not feeling too hot today <laughs> right like every day i just go like, oh this is probably when i get covid but my yeah, friend we, we, my friend got it and he got it fucking bad he went home for a wedding to new york really and half the wedding got it <laughs> oh like, was that frankie's wedding yeah, yeah, if, uh, no, it was, uh, it was, no, uh, it wasn't Frankie Venezia's wedding. I was actually being serious. Uh, no, 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 no. no. Oh, he okay. went home. He went home for his sister's wedding. Cause I saw Dan Lerman. Uh, Dan Lerman came to, uh, last improv show. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, 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 awesome. yeah, yeah. He lives out in LA now. This is a guy who went to high school with me. Nice. And, uh, he's, he's a, a funny dude. He was a nice guy. He was a good, he's a great guy. Um, and then, uh, yeah. Anyway. Shit's crazy. I'm fucking burnt out like a motherfucker lately. Mm-hmm. I like am like I'm producing all these shows. I'm back in action, baby. I'm I'm working again. I'm getting my yeah. fucking mojo back. For the longtime listeners, you know, my life you hasn't been a commercial that fucking, sheet. It hasn't been all fucking sunshine and rainbows the past couple of years. But no one's has, which is why I don't really complain on this on this pod. You know, no, it's not like anyone's been having a dope ass life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Except for fucking. Bezos, like if you, oh, you know what I mean. <laughs> but boy, oh boy, does it suck! Cause like I booked a, I booked a job. I can't really talk. I like signed the whole, like you know, I can't sign a job. I booked this job, whatever, irrelevant. But like, the point is, is that like the way acting works now, right? You book an acting job, which is a gamble to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you're auditioning, so you have to like get through that whole process, and. And then after that, they put you through a COVID test. And then you're like, man, I book, I, you beat the odds of booking a job, essentially, right? And then it's just up to you. Can you dodge a virus? You know? (laughs) You know what I mean? You're like, fuck, I lost a job that was, that's like a gamble to get. And then I'm taking a a, a new, another gamble, you know? It's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking wild. crazy. And it's like, I don't know. I don't really know. I don't have like strong. I don't, I don't, I'm not educated enough in this way, but like, you know, what are we going to just like have COVID protocols forever? You know? <laughs> but oh, listen, like, man. Cause it's like some people are wearing masks. If we're all not wearing them, they're not protecting any, right? That's what they say. Yeah. They're not really protecting it, you know. Well, you're pro- you're protecting yourself at this point. Is that true though? Because isn't it that when you wear a mask, you're protecting other people from you mostly? Well, you're protecting other people, but you're also protecting yourself. Like you're gonna, you'll have a better shot right. of not I getting it if you're not. The way I understand it, it's similar to vaccine is that the masks mostly help other people from you. So if you're all wearing them, you're protected. But then, then also doctors wear them, right? And then patients aren't wearing them. So that can't be true. So, you know, 
three years into this fucking pandemic and I don't know basic facts. We, we still don't have it figured out and we never will. <laughs> and we never will. All I know is that it's unfair for to take a job away from me. You know? <laughs> all I know is that WWE is back and that's all yeah, I care I know, about. So. We didn't talk about AEW once on this. No. I am reading that Kenny Omega is set to return. Uh, that should be dope. And uh, we'll, we'll 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 talk. We'll we'll watch. Uh, I watched Dynamite last week. We just didn't talk about it. I didn't. I don't, I don't think, think I. I, watched... I actually don't think I watched Rampage. I don't think I saw Rampage. Rampage. I actually read that Rampage's numbers are way down. Uh, but it's the summer, so it's like Friday night in the summer. Anyway, yeah. let's get out of here. Too low. Good shit, yeah, I'm man. Tired, yeah. SummerSlam was a fucking blast. Uh, Great if you time. Watch it. Watch it. I I think I think that my opinion is that Manias and SummerSlams, they should really consider doing more of them outside. You know, yeah. I really like an outside. I really like an outside West Coast event where the sun goes down or like Nashville's not West Coast, but it's the same time zone as you. Well, SoFi's Central. SoFi's SoFi's has a roof, but yeah, so lots of whack. like, really? SoFi's, I mean, I, I haven't been to SoFi actually, but I know SoFi's very so dope, a very dope arena, but it won't feel outside like Nashville. Like I, I like think, that. Yeah, but I think it, you'll be happy that it's, like you'll still get sun that comes into that building, but like you're not going to be getting killed with uh, like the sunshine and stuff. You know? Well, when I went to Levi Stadium for me, it yeah. sucked ass. I was burning. Like I was like, once the sun went down, it was great. You know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but there is a thing I, I love. I really adore when like a mania starts in the sun. Well, that's what was dark. great about SummerSlam. So yeah, it, it was worked great. out great. All right, let's get out of here, everybody. All right, uh, 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 we'll, we'll do bonus episode later on in the week, and everybody. Uh, uh, Patreon.com slash Comedians Wrestling. And everybody, keep watching Wrestling Kisses. Cheers all. Eat my ass. Uh...